0: His name is Heston Blumenthal. He's pushed the boundaries of cooking for the past 25 years and now he's asked us to join him on the journey. My name's Jay Taylor, I've been Heston's TV producer for many years and I'm now your host as we explore the amazing world of food through Heston's eyes. And on today's show... Who can take the sunrise, sprinkle it with dew, cover it in chocolate and a miracle or two? Well, the candy man can. That's right. Today we are exploring the wonderful world of American candy, overdosing on sugar and E-numbers to see what the world holds for us. So without further ado, let's meet the man who always mixes it with love to make the world taste good, Heston Blumenthal. How's that for an
1: intro? Jay, you are on fire. My (laughs) word. (laughs) my, My word a poet. Uh hello James. Hello. Yeah. I, <laughs> hello James. I, that's my intro. <laughs> Thanks. James. I was going to say on
0: that on that note, hello James. Nothing to <laughs> do with note, what we were talking on about the before. the Candyman. I remember that song is from obviously from Willy Wonka and it's what the guy sings in the sweet shop, but I think it was Sammy Davis Jr who, who originally sang it, I think. Was it? it sounded like him every time I've heard it being sung. Who did it first? The well, he, he certainly the, did
2: release a version uh, of it, but who, who sang it first? I I we would have to google
0: I like this line who can take a rainbow wrap it in a sigh soak it in the sun and make a groovy lemon pie there we are
1: oh don't give me an idea yeah.
0: I know it's your new recipe
1: <laughs> <laughs> Le- take, new take recipe. one rainbow <clears throat> uh, take it one rainbow in season <laughs> organic obviously
2: yeah <laughs> and, and a
1: sigh <laughs> should be neither too long nor too
0: short <laughs> Do you, do do me a favor just send that recipe to one of your chefs I would love to see them get in that and this is what you're making today get a rainbow you know, it I, inside.
1: I'm sure they the, the trouble is and this has happened with with TV before you know when when uh, when we filmed um, you know the fantastical foods and some of these you know incredibly um theatrical and impressive massive you know edible sets that it's only natural if people, if people don't sort of get all the behind-the-scenes work that went, went into it. Natural th- to think, well, if you can make that, then, then surely you can make anything. And I remember one proposal coming through from a TV um, production company saying about the shortage of fish in the ocean and the problem that we've got with overfishing and stuff. So Heston goes on a quest to invent a new tuna fish. Now, <laughs> uh, I, I, He's I don't a, know I'll put, I can put a, it on my bucket I'll put it on my bucket list
0: <laughs> new. I remember what would happen as well when we'd make the sets people would just presume that literally everything was edible and we'd just be ripping bits off and chomping into bits of wood spent most of our time Go put that down it's asbestos yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly
1: you know, people say to me you know I bet are you really uh, is it easy for people um, you know, it must be difficult for people to invite you or c- cook dinner for you I said actually from my point of view, it's, it's the opposite. Because if I have somebody cook dinner for somebody or some friends and I cook a bowl of pasta and they can't eat the bowl and they can't eat
0: the table, it's a
1: bit of a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a good point, actually, yeah. yeah. Where's the dry ice? This is so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me a ginsters. <laughs> now, this episode today, we have got some... Basically, we've been... Sent loads of lovely things by some of our listeners, which we're going to be getting to as we go. But first of all, we've had some correspondence from the people out there in the world who've been listening to our podcast, and so I'm going to share some of these. This first one is from Rachel Payne. She says, "Hello, Heston and team. I love your podcast. They're a superb brew of entertainment, enthusiasm, expertise, and brilliance. Clearly, she hasn't listened to that many, but that's very nice of her to say. Um, I was intrigued by your." F- Yes, very nice. Uh, I was intrigued by your food pairing of cabbage and chocolate the other week when we did our food pairings episode, uh, and decided to try my own version. Sprouts with milk chocolate grated on top are delicious. No longer will wow, there be, she says. No longer will there be groans in our household when sprouts are served. This gets the thumbs up from the whole family, and we've decided to make a separate course. Uh, so instead of the main course and dessert, they've put one in between it called mudding, depending on who's in charge. <laughs> <laughs> maple and pudding
1: yeah, that's <laughs> that's that fair. is
0: brilliant Isn't it? oh that that's that's put a massive smile on my face that has. <laughs> sprouts and chocolate as well i wasn't imagining that to well. i suppose that's similar to what we were talking about with the cabbage and chocolate wasn't we, we did that the other day that worked yeah. nicely there yeah. we are yeah. fantastic so uh, good work with that rachel and also much excitement a long time ago now we were talking about smells that we found evocative and then through the letterbox popped a letter. It said, "Dear Heston J and James, I'm so sorry this has taken so long, and I hope they live up to expectations. My local Sainsbury was very confused as to why I'd sudden I had such a sudden interest in football. I hope you're all saying safe and well. We love all you do from Maddie, who's a friend of the show, and guess what? Maddie no, sent no. through" Oh, Neenie football stickers. Oh, my <laughs> word. Oh, now, have, have you, have you, smelt, yeah, have the, you, opened have, them have yet? you done it yet? I have haven't opened it? it. I haven't opened it yet. Oh, so this jealous. all came from, we were talking about the smell of the packet and Heston said, if we can get hold of some, and I'm going to take one for the team God. here, because we haven't been able to send these to France yet, but I haven't opened it. This yet. is, a, this will be, before
1: you open it, this is a really fascinating th- thing for me. One of millions of things that are fascinating about. You know our lives and our relationship with the light, with the, with the things around us, and our memories. And I, when we talked about the smell of these football stickers as a kid, I could not. I thought about this. I could not describe the smell. Now I couldn't describe. What so? Someone says to me, well, "What does it smell like?" I'd I sort of have to have it in front of me to try and see if I could. It, it would remind me of other things, so I can. I can smell the smell in terms of my memory. However, I couldn't explain what it is. So I wondered if you have the same feeling about that, but you've got the packet in front of you. So you imagine, this is a bit like, it's mindful eating or mindful smelling. So before you open the packet, you can think about the feeling of the packet and how you're opening the packet. When you first open the packet, that initial smell might be different to the smell after it's been opened for a little bit. And then, so I'm asking you Jay, to, to take James and I mm. and all our listeners on a little <laughs> magical journey of your relationship with that packet of football sticks. Yeah.
2: Befo- wow, and, no pressure And there, before then. you do, when I used to do it, I used to try and visualize the one sticker I hoped would be inside. You know, in those days it would be like John Barnes or Luther Blissett or one of my Watford heroes, but now it could be anybody. But I used to try and sort of imagine that little... Little, little face oh. on a sticker or a shiny gold badge or one of those oh it's the shiny the foilies. ones the well,
0: if there's a Dennis Bergkamp in here well I'm sorted well, be. I think
2: so Arsenal who was
1: who was the guy that was um, when I was a kid I think Leeds were massive yeah and the Leeds captain was a was a little guy or was it Peter oh, Lorimer uh, no uh, Green no. the Greenoff no.
2: brothers oh well I've shown my age now
1: no no, I don't think it was any brothers. He was, was he the guy
2: he was who was really, just really tough on the pitch?
1: Yes, he was, he was quite, I what's think it, I've he was what's quite what's short Billy and stocky. Billy, Billy, Bremner. Bremner. Billy Bremner. Billy Bremner. B- yes, Billy Bremner, I think was one of the biggest, that was one of the biggest to get, I wouldn't have a clue now.
0: Ian but, Rush, Ian Rush was the big one when I was a kid. If I could get an Ian, Ian Rush, Rush, I was sort because they had a John Aldridge, which someone once conned me to think was an Ian Rush because he looked just Ian like Rush. him.
2: Similar. <laughs> yeah, similar looking, moustache and I swapped like three cards I,
0: for it. Yeah, because I, 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 my
1: relationship, <laughs> Lee Dixon's a very close old friend of mine, and I became friends through Lee with, with some of the other um, Arsenal players, like David um, Seaman and and Wrighty and stuff. I do remember <laughs> both. I confu- conf- first time I met, I confusing uh, Robert Pires and Matthew Flamini. When I first met them and talking to one as if it was the other, I've never told them this. Did you say their names um, to them? I don't remember. But it was a sort of moment of potential shame. And did you uh, did you realise so while I I,
2: talking to her, that's the thing, did, did a slight... Real, it's when that realisation hits you that you've got something like that wrong, but you start to get a bit cold. Might have been the second or third time,
0: not the first one. It was even worse.
2: You had Theo uh, Walcott's
0: brother, was it, working your kitchens once? Yeah, Theo
1: Theo's brother worked at the duck. He was a chef actually, or probably still is a chef. Uh and I actually he was remember when we did the In Search of Perfection Christmas special and yep. we filmed it on the rivers the riverside there was a there was like a an events house or something. We filmed it there in Bray. Uh and he helped out for the um for that menu, actually,
0: yeah, because he did—he does look quite a lot like him as well. So it was always a bit of a yeah. startling thing when you, because Theo was in his pomp then as well. He kept turning around, and going, "Oh my yeah. god, Theo Walcott, the get so, noticed his brother."
1: Now we've we, we've we've digressed a bit from from smells to football. Oh yeah, okay. Fact, so I tell you what, these, I have these, got the, 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 these right. football stickers. In fact, I've got what, a little fizz.
0: What? I got a little. First of all, I got a little fizz of excitement. I can feel it after just talking about it. That's the first important thing. Now, okay, so to begin with, the texture of it. The texture of the packet is different. So the texture of the packet, they used to be smaller and slightly more papery, mm. but it, yes. does feel, it does feel not dissimilar. They haven't upped the, uh, the quality the much. Now, are you so going to much? go
2: for a vertical or horizontal tear? No, so the key is you have to go for a
0: horizontal across the top because then you get the full, the full sniff. And you
2: don't tear any stickers. Okay, here we go. Mm. First
1: sniff. This, this, have an in, initial smell. Oh, my God. Try <laughs> 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 put your finger over your left nostril and right nostril. Yeah. Is, is there a slight difference?
0: Oh God, real big difference. Much stronger through the right nostril. Left nostril is left nostril is much subtler, sort of warmer smells. I would say the smell is similar, but not exactly the same. It feels like a slightly cleaner version of it. It's the one I've right. got in my mind is is sort of mustier and um, older, whereas this this feels can you, slightly can you, cleaner. Can it's you like feel it smells like a carpet any, showroom. Yeah. Like a carpet showroom.
1: You know a carpet ah, okay, showroom? okay. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, I, yes, I like right. the smell of new carpet. So that's, Although, again, yeah, that's another carpet, thing I couldn't... Yeah. I could not explain. I wonder if Harold's got a fresh carpet smell in his book.
0: That'd be good, wouldn't it? Especially when you're in those carpet <laughs> I'll be, showrooms. Cause I'll be right back. The, <laughs> okay, will okay, Let's have a look. Because the smell's all around you in the carpet, because they have them stacked up on those big reels around you. Yeah. Oh, and i tell you what else I've got. I've got a massive nostalgia here. As I've opened it and I'm looking yeah. for the um, the shiny one and I just saw a little sort of glimmer of uh, of, of the, the shiny sticker and I got a real little fizz of excitement because whenever you got that in the packet you knew you were sort of, and in my it's mind it's golden I'm, ticket yeah I was thinking of the Sheffield um, it always used to be the Sheffield Wednesday the owl didn't it uh, uh, that's the, the yeah. sticker I remember this one is two Spurs players who I don't think I've even heard of but still look at it it's a shiny sticker who have I got um, in here? I've yeah. Got Man United Ooh. shirt. Some chap I've never Shirts. seen it's before. Weird, that's new. Yeah, I know. Shirts. And then we've got Ben Chilwell. Oh nice. Pablo Fornas yeah. and Rafanana. Rafa the Leeds player, I haven't heard of. Oh, I need the album now. You're know, sticking them in the album when you get the body. how yeah. and how, how big oh, are yes. they? Are they? How, they are,
2: are, they the, same, they are the same they are the same size. Oh. Nope. Same
0: okay. size. Actually, same texture, slightly shinier. Do or they all
1: smell the same? So does the, the metallic one smell different from the non-metallic one?
0: It's become an incredibly niche podcast all of a sudden, smelling football <sighs> stickers. <laughs> 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 we weren't niche enough already. Our four listeners But this is why, things. again,
1: why Harold's book is so amazing. You know, the, the smell of, of our surroundings c- it can trigger memory. So oh, you know obviously it's smell is the glue. When you take the back off,
0: you take the back off the sticker. It's the glue that's made. God, that's really strong. It's the glue. Do you remember
1: when we were? I think we mentioned this in the previous podcast. You, me, and Russ, um, Russell, who was our sound the, uh, sound sound guy, who's brilliant. Uh, a great great name for a sound engineer, Russell. Um, <laughs> and we were the, uh, in Bray. Uh, he was getting some stuff out of the back of his car, and he and he he picked up the tape. The sticky tape for I think I don't know if it's for attaching mics to clothes or whatever it might be, but you have a lot of tape as a sound engineer. Um, oh, that's a nice pun. A lot of tape as a sound engineer. Very um, <laughs> <We're> good. <laughs> and he was—he said, "Look, smell this." And remind you the football stickers. And it was his. It was. It was a roll of sticky tape he had. So I guess it, it is the. glue. That
0: makes sense. It's the glue. Yeah. Oh, Maddie, that Maddie, that was amazing. I would so in in in, in summing up about the football stickers, the smell is not. The same, but it is similar. It gives, it's almost echoes of a memory, not the exact moment, but the, all the right. stuff wrapped around it the size, the touch, even the little fizz of excitement when you get the silver one out of there that's still the same. And incredibly hard word. I just need someone to stand next to me now and go, got, 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 need, 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 got, got, need, and then do some swapsies. That's the, that's
2: the <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to ship these off to you. I've got a couple of other packets mm-hmm. from there, so I'll ship them off to you. Harold does have a little section on, on, on carpets, by the way. He oh, does. Oh, go on then. Just this book. Well, just a small mention of carpets. A lot of kind of plastics and uh, petroleum-based compounds. Um, but here, we've got polyester carpet would be chloroform, hexane, tuoline, and pinene. Well, the uh, four... Um, compound he picks out Pined. of there but if you've got sort of a pvc element to it there's some other interesting covers an ethyl benzene that comes into play there but obviously it depends what what particular plasticky type thing you're talking about there because obviously computers and all sorts of things have slightly different flavors saying is pining
1: is there any connection to pine i don't know i, I, I know terpines, he, he talks about that, about that didn't he yeah he talked
2: about that before yeah. didn't he? he said there can was a smell, sort of
1: can you smell pine trees there at all
0: well, that's what I was trying to do. No, I'm not getting no. any of that or any wood of that cleaning
1: Or sandalwood or, you know, like, bit like and it's like church. You know that smell of churches? I don't know if it comes from the old wood or something in church. Oh, yeah. Frankincense. Yeah, it's
2: yeah, like, it's, yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, there is that. Yeah, there is. Well, pine is a, it's, it appears very frequently in sort of conifers and, yes, and sort of pine plants, plants and trees. Yeah, now you so say, it's, it's quite really like, like a sap, wood woody. Eucalyptus. Yeah.
0: Wood yeah. sap. I need to send these to you. You need to have a sniff as often,
2: well. Often used in essential oils and, and, and also found in things like eucalyptus. You see, for,
1: for me, that, that what we've just done there is an amazing example of how if you can do that sometimes when you eat, your relationship, you sort of take this, this journey, this ownership of your own journey of curiosity and discovery and an adventure. So this, the smell with your memory and the awareness of your emotion becomes more valuable. So the food becomes more valuable. Your connection with food just opens up into something really, you know, it's like a, a sensorial fairy tale.
0: It's like you say about being more kid again because I think the reason these memories are so powerful is because when you're a kid, your whole focus is on that packet of stickers because you get one with your pocket money in it, bet Abby yeah. and rush in it. Yeah. And if it does, and your focus is so intent upon it, those memories become so hardwired. Whereas, as you've always said, we don't take the time to take the time over things. And that's yeah. probably why we don't appreciate them as much. Whereas if we put that much attention on everything we ate now, it'd be incredible. That's would be amazing. Yeah, the That'd Panini amazing. Footballista. And Maddie, what a wonderful journey. Yeah, Maddie, thank you for that. So, on to our main event. We have been given, we're very lucky here uh, at podcast headquarters. Uh, we are occasionally sent packages, and we received a huge package from Kevin in America. Now, Kevin, oh my been, word. It's massive, isn't it? And it's, shipped, and it's, it's yeah. winged its way over to Heston as well. So what, what Kevin says, and this is all off the back of an episode that we did around Christmas. We had some of our wonderful listeners down under in Australia send us up the Aussie chocolate bars because we were fascinated with the differences between Australian chocolate bars and British chocolate bars. And we had a bit of a friendly competition, which uh, I think the Australians won, but I can't remember. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Kevin got excited about this and said, well, what about us in America? We're, not, we're, we're the land of the free. We have some of the best chocolate bars out there. So he's written and said, sorry for the delay. It took a while to round up all the candy bars I had in mind. So upon conceiving this box, I ventured into my local candy store and, so, and seen so many things I haven't seen in years, and I've been a bit inspired. So he's broken them into three categories. He basically has the American Sweet Shop, which contains all the stuff I remember about candy from childhood, Pixie sticks, Smarties, Lemonheads and even the Little Army Parachute Dudes, which I don't quite know what that means, but we're getting into that in a minute. And we're going to be delving into that uh, in a minute. He's also sent what he considers, in his opinion, America's best candy bars. Now, we're going to get onto that on another podcast. So we're going to go past that now. And he also said, um, he said, other random stuff I don't think you can get in Britain. And he's basically not just bought it himself he's also sent to his friends all around the country who have sent him stuff which he's um which he sent over to us he says anyway some of this stuff i like and some like the Abba Zaba are just awful (laughs) and i noticed we really like peanut butter over here but i guess i knew that cheers kevin kevin you are incredible what a wonderful thing to send over i mean
1: the box is amazing i I think i've i mean i probably know of less than 10 percent Maybe five percent of the of 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 the candies, of the chocolates and sweets in this incredible box. And um, yeah, the Abba, I've just picked up the abbot. The abbot Zabba chewy taffy peanut butter center, and it's it's yellow and black checkered, just like an American. Yeah, some of those
0: New York cabbies. Oh, there it is. I see it now. I see it now. You're right. There's so much yeah. stuff here. He really... Oh, wow, look at this. Stoffed entry. So the idea is, it? unfortunately, James is going to be on fact duty and he's just going to be looking into the history of all these things as we go because due, our, due to our COVID times, we haven't been able to ship them over to James, so he's going to just listen to us both getting high on sugar. But we're going to delve into these and just see what we can discover. Are you going to try this Abba Zabba? Okay, shall we try now? Yeah. Have you noticed that most of their chocolate bars have all got peanut butter in them or pe- some yeah. kind of peanuts? Yeah,
1: yes. Yeah. Oh wow this it's, is really it's weird so American, it's, yeah. it's it's oh, completely white taffy so a taffy is mm. sort of like it is like a, is is a candy like a chewy candy so it's somewhere between a a hard bold sweet and a and a, and a chewing gum Oh. and <laughs> you, you when you make it it's like a stretch a stretchy dough so this is white and inside it's got a little bit of uh uh like a beige center which i'm guessing is the peanut butter center so Chewy taffy, which is the white chewy outside with a peanut butter center. It's also in, in uh, Spanish. Well, it could be Mexican. I don't speak Spanish, mm. but dulce, dul- dulce cicloso. Centro de crema de mani. Well, that I said in Italian, actually. That's my, oh, my so impersonations
0: there. I tell you what, Kevin's okay. not wrong as well. That's bloody awful. It's like someone's wrapped chewing gum in, in peanut butter.
2: Oh, <laughs> <Aren't they laughs> weird. So, so, just as a, a bit of context, they've been, apparently been manufacturing them since 1922. These bars by Colby and McDermott, now later by uh, the Annabelle Candy Company. I think but, mine's um, from yeah, them as well. They're, they're, they're almost exclusively eaten on, in what's called the West of the Rockies, so western sort of western half of, of the United States. Apparently, mm. not so popular okay. on the east. What,
0: what did you think of that, Heston? Well,
1: I, I actually, I, I didn't mind the. the It saved it from being completely inedible to me when I got a little bit of the peanut butter flavour. I thought the taffy, the white chewy candy, I took it out of my mouth quite quickly because I could feel it getting... You know, some candies get so stuck in your teeth. So if you take, I think, something like a a Werther's Original, which I don't have very often, but but I eat them quite mindfully. Because I don't like the feeling where the toffee gets stuck in my teeth. So with the worthers, if you start chewing and you can feel the stickiness coming along, you think you're, you're almost at the dentist. Yeah. Um, and then you you release the pressure of chewing and let it soften, and the saliva come into your mouth, and then you go again. So it's almost like a, you know, there's a playoff. Don't overdo it. But this one, I I, I just think that, that I agree that white taffy. Yeah, I've never How had taffy are before.
2: Are they quite thick? Yeah, they're, no, they're sort a of flat. A
1: or... like are they me? a bit
2: like a? a I'm imagining from a description a texture a bit like a wambar. Exactly, exactly. But but, but so quite strangely, you wouldn't see a wambar.
0: This cracks. This cracks up though. A wambar wouldn't crack. It would just bend. Whereas this stuff, mm. you can snap it. It's very strange. This taffy stuff. I, I never, think that's it, why it,
1: that's why it gets stuck so easily in your teeth because the crack it will depend on the moisture content so the less moisture content there is if it's in a boiled sweet when it's hard candy obviously then it just gradually you dissolve the sugar on the outside but when it's chewy if the less moisture that there is on in in the in the in the taffy the more it's likely to crack because it's drier but it also means the more it want to suck up moisture from your mouth when you start chewing it so it will turn to to, to sort of glue stickiness very quickly and strongly, unlike chewing gum, for example.
0: Yeah, So yeah, it felt like um, that. It felt like it was taking moisture from the mouth really quickly. Yeah. Have you seen these? I, I'm hoping what's inside them is what I... So I'm holding up a tiny packet of cigarettes uh, with Kings no, written no. on it.
1: I've got... To, oh, I've got... Yes, OK, I've got another bag here with...
0: There's so much stuff. I'm going to pour this out.
1: I used to love... I don't you. I don't think you allow them anymore, though. I used to love chocolate, chocolate, and that, and the, what do you call it when you sugar get sugar paper? Su- it's almost like sugar. Yeah, but there were the chocolate cigarettes with sugar paper, but there was also cigarettes that were white with a pink end, which was like a
0: like a hard yeah, candy. Yeah, hard candy. Yeah, they, they, like a hard candy. They I they can't remember, a, There's a smaller name for it. box, <laughs>
2: didn't they? I'm but hoping that these they, they won't candy sticks, be cigarettes.
1: They were. I don't think they're. I I think.
2: I don't I mean, think. They politica- used to be chocolate cigarettes, didn't they? Yeah, well, they look and, and, just and like the white ones.
1: And they used mm. to be in like an old soft paper packet with a with the you know with the the, the the band across the middle of it, and then tinfoil or some sort of foil mm. paper. I'd be surprised if these were still cigarettes because I don't think it's. it's. The fact they oh, come look, in a cigarette you packet. See, I've got Target oh, candy. It looks like a cigarette packet, and it's still got it's got the band across the top, mm-hmm. but it's just a, a printing on the on the box inside oh so it, it's exactly what i was talking about looks yeah so it's imagine a cigarette that's thinner with a filter taken away it basically looks more like a thin piece of that's chalk but that before what they would do with this would have the same the same thing that you and ij have got in our hands but they just put a a, a red that they put red dye or yeah, die on the end yeah. of it, so it looks like it's lit. Let's
2: see. You used to more. smoke them as a kid, so so, so can you snap them? Are they snappable? Yes, oh, definitely. Yeah, very snappable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. yeah. So we'll munch into these, James. I'm curious about the history of these candy cigarettes. I mean, no. I, they feel like they've been around inappropriately for so many you, years.
2: This is have you got two different, different brands?
0: Uh, oh, yes, wait.
1: we have. Mine's called Target.
0: Do you get, I get...
2: Oh, God, that
1: tastes like deep heat. Oh, yeah, it does taste like deep, deep heat. Deep heat,
0: that's rugby changing rooms to me. At that, first, yeah,
1: it's right. absolutely right. <laughs> Jay, you bang on.
2: <laughs> it's like a, a different kind of yeah. Hamlet Or, 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 or uh, <laughs> Acroflex.
1: Remember Acroflex cream? Yes. That you put on the same thing. Uh, but also, I get Real violet Jax. at Why the not? beginning. But in the so It's like a violet, can you taste, they're like a violet floral at the beginning. A little
0: bit like Love Hearts. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, but these feel nothing. like long, so, thin love
2: hearts. So just to, just to clear something up: in 2009, the Food and Drug Administration banned the production of candy marketed as cigarettes under the Family yeah. Smoking Prevention and Control Act. Yeah. So they, they should be <clears throat> they shouldn't say cigarettes anywhere on them. Either, although they, they look clearly pretty like obvious packets of cigarettes. They, they? Well, well, they don't. They, I mean,
1: they don't. I don't. I think if you if you didn't grow up with 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 those candied cigarettes. I, I don't think you'd open them and think they're cigarettes because my I don't they sort of they look like to me it looks like small pieces of chalk. That's a good point big. actually. And they've now brought you, brought in you them. told me dextrose, cornstarch,
0: corn syrup, tapioca, and beef gelatin.
1: Beef gelatin, That's interesting. That's,
0: yeah. Really, yeah, beef mm. gelatin and tapioca, yeah. made okay. in Colombia. So <laughs> <laughs> wow. A, wow, Okay, what else has caught you? Would you like, like to go? Oh, look next. at these things. I would like to try these. Have you seen what these are? Boston, Boston baked, baked beans. Boston baked those? beans. Candy coated I've ah, got them. Got 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 Honestly, Kevin, Boston this is fantastic. Boston
1: beans. The original, the original... This has got to have Boston been around babies. for years,
0: right?
1: Okay. okay, what do you think are in... Uh, before Tw- you... What do you think in, is in here? There's a there's a, there's a, a kind of pottery pot, double-handed pot photograph on the front of the... Um, of the packet and the photograph of these ah, candy-coated peanuts. So are these just mm. a, is it a version of
0: um, peanut M&Ms or not? They look like aniseed balls on the picture, you know. Yeah. We'll put pictures of all this on our Instagram at Heston's Podcast on Instagram they so you can see what like we They like those jelly
1: belly, um, jelly beans as well, some of them. There's some of them are more, more egg-shaped. than And, and my, the colour of the oh, surface yeah. of it, I suppose it is somewhere between, it's like, a, imagine a baked bean, but going towards a kidney bean color
0: that now you say it
2: looks like kidney beans isn't it? solid yeah. kidney
0: beans these are most cute i'm quite surprised how retro all these all this candy is oh
2: yeah so i think they've been around since about the 1930s produced by a company called ferrara candy company one of america's oldest sort of candy companies
1: jay i get do you, i get i can't put my finger on it i get a flavor in this that reminds me of childhood but it's not something that i, don't, I think i would have eaten so I don't know if it was the smell of a box, the smell of a new pair of trainers, the smell of a...
2: Oh, God.
0: Yeah, that. When I smelt the box then. Ah. Ah. Oh, my God. Oh, what ah. is that? That's really a tent,
1: strong. A new tent. I remember having a new tent as a kid.
0: Yes. How the hell did I come oh from Oh, my me?
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being in a new tent.
0: I That's a sports zipping. shop for me, so it's probably the same thing. Maybe. Sports shop yeah. and... Ah, sports shop. Trainers. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm I'm Ah, getting... Ah, tennis racket. Sort of tennis rackets. Tennis... Yes! All lined up tennis
2: rackets.
0: (laughs) They're actually
1: weird as well. See, isn't that amazing how smell can do that?
2: And so that's coming from the packet, you think, as opposed to the product. So it doesn't taste like that. I think it's in the product. The product
0: tasted like a sugared almond to me. A sort of similar sort of lack of anything, really. Until it, It keeps going. It's not awful... But when I smelt the packet, I suddenly got that sports ah, shop tent. tent also,
1: tent a ski shops. Have have another bite and think of a ski shop
2: in my- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, James, I wish you were joining with us. You always ah. end up
0: in the facts. While we well, I am the
2: in my in my in my imagination. I can. I, I am. I'm reliving that feeling when you used to go into the local sports shop, which aren't are, are, are difficult to find now. But you go in with no idea what sport you were going to get into. And also, for, for go, exactly or, it.
1: Or everyone listening, obviously uh, the, our, our comments are based on uh, incredibly long-standing <laughs> scientific research, which has been founded in some of the greatest universities with the most eminent professors in the whole entire universe <laughs> has ever existed.
0: Absolutely. Well, any minute now, oh, any minute our a... awards are arriving. <clears throat> oh, that Wow. wonderful. Well,
1: we've got carpets, we've got a pine forest, we've got sports and <laughs> ski shops...
0: Oh, oh, where next? Uh, oh, it. this is this is that thing he's been. This is what Kevin was Are talking par- about. He said the parachute, parachute man. Parachute? Yeah. Oh, so my, is, that is that edible? No. <laughs> um,
1: sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> have you got one of those? My voice is going. On. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember having one of those as a kid. But where I don't remember, it would have. Come, I think it came in something else, and you you basically scrunched it up. Take the rubber band off. It's a man. Uh, you got a, a figure with a. See through plastic parachute, and then what you do once you've taken the band off, the whole yep. thing do in your you hand, see. do it really clumsily. Yep. You just put it all in, just put it all together in your hand. One hand, just oh, and your yep. close Kids your going to love this, Jay. Close your f- and if you open the umbrella, the 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 parachute, parachute. yeah, yeah. Now put it in your hand with the with the with the um with the figure, yeah. One chuck it close in, close your
2: hand and just chuck it well, right you up have in the to, air. yeah, yeah. That's it, well, scrunch it out, chuck well, it in the air. Well,
0: if you scrunch oh, did it. Sort of. I don't think he'd have survived. He survive, you just but need it a bit more ca- space. Yeah, it's you this one we always make.
2: We so chuck it out the window. He always had in his hands there? above his head. I
0: mean, right, have you yeah. got a window?
1: Just throw it out of the window. It might be a, <laughs> It might be like a, <laughs> a, a welcome oh, no, surprise no. <laughs> to somebody
0: on COVID. Oh no, the course. The cables has have come off. off. It has already come oh, apart. Man. Poor lad. He's dead. He's looking through binoculars. Well, you have got one of those. You must have one of those.
1: Yeah. He's looking through binoculars. It looks like a little bit like one of those old Airfix. Solved it! I'm so excited. Just generally, <laughs> sorry guys, my voice is. I should slow down, slow my voice down a bit, and make it a bit more of a radio voice. But
2: it's getting higher and quicker because I'm getting really excited.
1: Um, so mine's a, yeah, he's got um, is yellow, and he's got he's got like his adventure kit around his waist, so like a gun and a sort of water thing and a satchel. So let's take the band off. I'm. I've got a higher ceiling than you here. I can see Jay, so I'm going to see. He's not edible, is he?
2: Be...
0: No, he's not. He's plastic.
2: No, but why would? I you... recommend oh,
0: biting him on or something.
1: Okay.
2: Maybe he so came let's... with sweets. I'll do or this. <laughs> <All
0: right. laughs> so here on the audio so podcast, sure. we are watching <laughs> toy parachute men flying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll stick really? this on the
2: Instagram <laughs> as well. Yeah, go on. There he goes. There he goes.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Oh, he did. He touched the <laughs> light and then he came down. <laughs> he, he, just, he, just, he just just, sort of ricocheted off the edge of the radiator. Uh, I, don't I think, think he'd have survived that. Could. Probably oh, a broken a concussion. Brilliant.
0: James, What's
2: is that, that supposed to come with the suite, James? Do you know? Is it, I, is, have, is, I have no idea, but obviously I've ever, for the same kind of era of that, that time, it used to be the kind of ubiquitous tour. We all had them and they always, you got about two goes out of them this, before the string broke.
0: Yep, yeah, that's exactly what was just <laughs> what about
2: But you've, you still get them today. I mean, my kids have had them. You know, I think maybe they'll come with some in a candy bag. You used to get the kind of pick a mixy kind of Saturday bag sweets, didn't you? You know, you, my mum certainly would come back from a supermarket on a Saturday with just a kind of mixed bag of sweets and some things in.
0: Now, I'm just going to pause in our sweet shop just to give the sugar and lean numbers a chance to settle for a minute because the good news is we are part of a podcast community and we always love to be able to share some of the people out there who we know are doing great stuff as well and one of the other podcasts that we thought you guys might like is called the Gabby Rosalind podcast and it's all it's very positive about spreading kindness and fun and basically what she does each week is she gets on guests and it's really lovely they just have a really nice genuine chat I just finished listening to one with Rob Bryden, who is a Complete joy at the best of times, and Gabby does a really nice job of uh, pulling people out of themselves and getting them to tell all sorts of stories and James uh, and Heston, you both met and worked with and know Gabby right
1: yeah I've met I, yeah, I've, no, I've, I've, yeah I've met Gabby she's, she's, she is a wonderful, wonderful, very impressive human being.
2: yes, and I had the pleasure of producing her for a year and effectively living inside her head as her sort of gallery <laughs> voice. for for a good year which was a place of fun and kindness she was she's a lovely lovely human being guests on the gabby
0: roslin podcast have included dame judy dench robbie williams david and georgia Tennant, and michael palin keith lemon Uh, and this week it's all about line of duty because we've got the new series of that coming back so they have vicky mcclure martin compston and adrian dunbar on to talk about season six of the hit show, which I know we're all going to be tuning into, uh, because we're not allowed out the house, but also because it's it's awesome. So uh, I thoroughly recommend if you get the chance, do go and listen to that Gabby Rosalind podcast while we dive back into some more sweets.
1: I remember doing one of the feast. We did the feast show, the sweet shop, and we made this. Uh, oh, it was no, it was Great British, um, Great either Great British um, foods or feasts or fantastical foods. And what remember, because we made edible, we made play doh We went to Hamley's and made edible play dough, uh, like pasta, then squeezed it out of this edible play doh character's head into a bowl and cooked it. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, magic hair so, ones, isn't
1: yeah, it? Yeah, we did that. We made giant, with the eggs and flying saucers and a giant flying saucer. And I remember filming behind Hamley's and we said, What about you, pick, pick a mix? Because that's where, obviously, to, you <laughs> know, TV has changed my childhood. And I said to you, Jay, I'm, I wasn't really a fan of pick and mix as a, as a kid I was much more chocolate and you said well you are now when I was a kid <laughs> I used to love it <laughs> we've rewritten your childhood so many times yeah. in so <laughs> much so much so that I actually think I I actually now think I was a fan of pick and mix so another thing that we did on the on the show do you remember we went and we did this that experiment with with um a university with uh testing there were mums with their babies or to- they were they were fairly newly born in high chairs and then we would give them sour things like lemons and stuff you could see their facial response to this and this thing of kids that seem to love you know things like tnt these powders they shoot this but they've got the they're they're so sour we tried to make the sourest sweet in the world remember those oh yeah i forgot about that massively so here in this packet i've got uh, they're called warheads. Have so you got them? They're individual sucking sweets. And on the front, it says oh, yeah. extreme sour. I've got a black cherry one, and I've got a watermelon one. Might be some
0: oh, yeah, I've got a watermelon one. we go try those. So extremely yeah. sour, these, are, aren't okay, they? So let's try <clears throat> watermelon, then. So See, these, these seem familiar in terms of, I know they have them in the sweet shops now, but we didn't have these when we were kids. Oh, God, it looks like some kind of lozenge. It does, doesn't it? It's... Oh, it doesn't smell. nice. No. it smells like a tune. Oh. Remember tunes near the sore throat?
1: Ah, tunes make you breathe more easily.
0: Oh, for <laughs> Look at your face. <laughs> oh, that's bloody awful. Uh, oh God, it hurts is, my tongue.
1: You know, facial movements is a theory that, you know, the, the main function of the brain is actually all to do with movement, not just facial movement, but bodily movements. And in fact, you know, before language. Yeah, uh, your your face was is actually sort of one of the first recognizable things that expresses your emotion. So if I just saw your face there, it was straight out of Big Tom Hanks. You know when he puts <laughs> that thing <laughs> in his mouth,
0: it's straight out of that. I haven't Have you tried it? Put it in your mouth. You're going to get a tongue injury.
2: Is that oh going to it? off. Oh Yeah, it's It's out. It's out. It's out already. You lost about two more seconds. <laughs> that might even be stronger than the one
1: the oh my Have you found the <laughs> amount got, of saliva it's generated already yeah my it hurts is my tongue like someone's turned a tap excuse me <laughs> turned Essence, a tap on in my mouth Essence's whole and face I'm is one quite, big sort of wrinkle oh <laughs> oh kids love that and and i think part of the fun they can't eat that well it's shared when you share if you do it as a group you then there's a thing about shared pain so my, is your my, my, Someone's turned a tap on in my mouth, and I've just—it t- was in my mouth for about ten seconds. I'm t- is your mouth still bloody, watering? No, but, no, my bloody
0: lips are tingling.
2: No, oh, so apparently so there is some, just reading about them here. Apparently there is a warning on the packet somewhere that says eating multiple pieces within a short time period may cause a temporary irritation to sensitive tongues and mouths. Apparently they have a pH level that could be as low as one point six. These no. sweets, which is to give you an idea, similar to some um, rust removers. <laughs>
1: I think I think the pH and you know that thing with Coca-Cola when you put a two p a two p uh, coin in it and it goes it cleans it up because the, the the pH of Coca-Cola is very low. It's like, but which pH of lemon juice is two and two point five, I think something like that. So this is one point something, that and I, then that's incredibly high. So that warning on my it's one little capsule with a sweet in. If you Didn't turn up.
0: And oh, the yeah, backside,
1: ah, yes, it's distributed by then the company, but you have to open the flap at the back. You do. Then the it warning. says warning, warning
0: eating multiple pieces within a, then you have to open it to read it. Temporary it
1: irritation to sensitive tongues and mouths. Well, oh, that's a bit of Russian roulette. I can see the playfulness in it.
0: <laughs> As a kid, that's a, that's a reason to eat it, yeah, not to absolutely. not eat it. Absolutely. <clears throat> have you got these things in yours? So it, it's, um, it looks like a giant cola bottle. You know the cola bottles that we had as kids but it's sort of at least four times the size of it it's and it's
2: white sort of I think it's probably you like eat a the milk whole thing oh, it, yeah, you whole so. it's not a, it's not a plastic bottle is it right, so yeah, it's, it's like called, a milk bottle I've got
1: the packet actually Nick nick nickel nip mini drinks bite 'em drink 'em chew 'em Uh ingredients oh the the the, the first ingredient of, the, of this I've never really seen this on a sweet packet before but probably because i've never looked i'm doing one of those really annoying things where people say have a guess and you think, how, how the hell can i guess have a guess
0: <laughs> plastic be- uh,
1: be- uh, actually it's not the same as however you're in the same sort of category three letters begins with w wax what yeah. oh
0: that's that's well, the that- first
1: ingredient refined wax
0: what on earth? So you, we're going to eat refined wax? Well, I think yeah.
2: I think technically, I think the advice is you can chew the bottle, just so just so it is. Apparently, it's a wax bottles. It's food grade and non toxic, although it is meant to be chewed and not swallowed. Oh,
1: hang on, has it got liquid inside?
2: That's reading off Wikipedia. Uh, so hang knows? on a second.
1: So it looks like it is. You said, Jay, it looks like it is. Feels like a wax, uh, sort of three to four times the size of a little chewy cola bottle. It's a, it's a the shape of the, the, that said bottle. And mine is white, the coating, but you can see through to the centre. So I don't know if that's liquid. So you, I guess you chew. It's a bit like, you know, if you've had honeycomb. And yeah. you chew the honey out of the honeycomb. You notice you end up with wax in your mouth. It's beeswax, which you don't eat. So then you then, you can, I mean, you can swallow it, but you take those pieces out of your sense. mouth because they're left in your mouth. So... Let's have a go. I, go you on, you go first. Okay.
0: No, you go first. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I have just, just
1: sprayed red up. liquid all over my computer. <laughs> I mean. Oh,
0: shit. Ah. ah. How, what did that happen there? Why does it come out like that?
1: Because I maybe the way I bit it. So. I would put the whole. Uh, yeah, just watch your computer. Put
2: the
0: whole thing in. We'll
1: run over my mouth. Oh, I'm going to try and bite sprayed the end of sprayed all off. up my nose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you bite the end off. It's, it, it's wax, so but get rid of that.
2: Mm. So
1: it's like a little tiny it, drink. It goes everywhere, but it's a really unpleasant... I, the, I think the idea I'd, the idea is quite funny and quite clever, apart I, I, from what it's done to my computer. But <laughs> uh, it's a really... The cherry flavour
0: is really... The orange is unpleasant. quite nice, actually. Is when it? you get past the fact you're not supposed to eat the bottle, which I've been chewing at... <laughs> Manfully, now for about a minute, it's not good. I got rid of that, but the actual drink tastes like um, it tastes like um, co- oh, what was it called, James? The stuff you used to get in the um, which what are you in yellow cheap, or green? I'll try cheap orange squat. I'm on the orange, Well, like squat.
2: a panda cola type thing. You used to get with oh, when you put the straw,
0: straw, Kiora,
2: where oh. you Chiora, put the straw with, through the it's the square
1: cop. top and the plan would make that noise when the straw through went through the top.
0: Got
2: them yeah. in the yeah. cinema, it tastes like that. those things.
0: What a strange sweet! Well, it's made of wax. Have you got the orange one? Taste it, yeah. It. yeah.
1: And I've got. Look at this. I just the technique. If you bite softly, oh, just under oh. the neck of the bottle, and, and with it in your You're mouth, well,
0: I've got a green one, so you can so, sip it more.
1: Yeah, you can. If you so see where I've bitten, Jay's. <laughs> I just did go everywhere when you bit the first one. The shoulder of the bottle, but softly, 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 <laughs> and then and then suck as you as you uh,
0: as you bite. Oh yeah, it's quite a nice way of doing it. Well, that green one tastes like summer holidays in France. I don't know why. It's, a,
1: it's an, oh, it's it's like an um,
0: interesting thing to use, for, to use the wax as the casing.
1: Um,
0: Tears doesn't have you used wax? I don't, it seems oh, like quite a good me, thing to it,
1: use. It does, and it's got me thinking about using, you know, using beeswax, for example, for I don't know, for a dish, for coat it, for a casing of it. I don't know. That's very. That's interesting. a clever idea.
0: There is some clever engineering these things, aren't there? They, yeah. I mean, oh uh, uh,
1: yes, yeah, yeah. People don't realise they think mass-produced foods. I mean, it takes an awful lot of scientific know-how to be able to produce. Um, you know, you, bear in mind you've got to ship these around the world, and, and they've got to sit on shelves for X period of time, and yeah, you know, all the all the all the restrictions and stuff that have to follow. Maybe you can argue that okay, they're full of. you know, We don't want to eat too much sugar. However. You can't really argue with the amount of expertise that goes into the making of these things. So, what's, what, let's let's.
0: Um. I want to try these because I've always heard of this thing called Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie have you Roll. tried? I've never had those, but you always mention them in films. Oh, I
2: think I've had Tootsie Rolls. Oh, yes, have quite heard ex- heard them,
0: but I don't
2: know. Why is a Tootsie Roll, James? Oh well, I think it might be by the same oh, company. Have oh. you oh, looked um, under the? I've got, because toots, it's Tootsie Roll Industries, an American manufacturer, confectionery, best-known product of Tootsie Roll and Tootsie Pops. So it might also be responsible for the wax bottles. Under the we're looking for wax, it, it, it says, may contain real Tootsies. <laughs> <laughs> no, <that's not. laughs> but, they, but they have been around since 1896, was when the company oh, wow. was founded. But, so I don't know if a roll came, obviously, after um, that or before, you know, at the beginning. Hey, it's completely know, but,
0: unexpected. It looks like a roll of
2: toffee. I was expecting it to it be is.
0: sweet. It's just
1: toffee, is it? So chocolate sweetened cocoa powdered toffee. That's actually really lovely. I mean, that's that's very different from the the very first thing we tried, which was called the Abba Zaba. That that, that yes. taffy. This, this this is much doesn't have the same kind of for me negative sort of st- tooth sticking effect.
2: The 1907 is a Tootsie Roll, and apparently it's mm. named after the. uh the founder Leo Hirschfeld, his daughter Clara, whose nickname was Tootsie. Oh, there you go. Good so they've been fact. around for over 100 years.
1: Oh, I really like those. What, here's one. I don't know why they're called this. I mean, I do know why they're called the second word in this title, but the first one I don't know. Swedish fish. But actually, just above the word Swedish, it says enlarged.
0: Oh, enlarged this big packet. Swedish there. Yeah, so like a yellow packet. It looks a little bit like the packets that we traditionally get. What, jelly babies? That kind of colour in it. And there's a picture of a fish on the back sitting... Oh, they're tiny. A picture of a fish on the back sitting on a blue thing saying, am I getting... Oh, I see. I think they're sunbathing. I think it's a joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a joke. They're on towels, aren't they, on the beach?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um... These are called Swedish fish, James. I'm not?
2: Yeah, no, they are produced by originally by a Swedish company, Malaco, but okay. marketed through the US in the 1950s, so... They become a part of American candy culture. Oh,
1: I know why it says enlarged. Because on the packets, they've got a fo- photograph of the fish. But in fact, it's, it looks like they're about 50 to 70% bigger than the actual fish. Oh, I thought it was the name so of them, enlarged, enlarged Swedish Fish. Yeah, me too.
0: Enlarged Swedish Fish Mini. But no, it just means this is... They taste just like jelly tots, don't they? Really Are they frozen? all different
2: flavours then? No. Is that the, in, a, in the one packet? No, they're all, they're all red flavour. Oh, ah, Okay.
0: Uh, what, have you noticed this American Smarties are very different to our Smarties
2: their Smarties look just like love hearts oh yeah they're,
0: they're completely different yeah. to ours
2: they won't know the answer will they
1: <laughs> we don't have any our, we're saving we're saving our box of goodies for another podcast aren't we because in there there's a Snickers bar but there's I think for future what I'd love to see if you've got a Kit Kat in yours in your, in your, in your, your future we can do that bang. we can do that
0: we can do no, but I've got Kit Kats not in my future exciting bag. We can talk about now. I've got two different ones. I've got I've got two Kit Kats in here, but neither of which I've seen before. So I, I opened one of them up. Uh, I have Kit Kat Mocha and Chocolate, and I've got oh, Kit Kat Apple Pie. Uh, oh, we what? were talking about this before, like the Japanese ones, weren't we? Uh, yeah, they do. I
1: I don't think I've seen another major chocolate bar be produced in so many different flavors as we spoke about before the green tea the lychee and the uh, rose ones and stuff in in Japan um and i haven't seen apple pie before
0: do you have a
1: um a, a british kit kat uh
0: yes i have a single finger of a british kit kat okay so, compare uh, so and so contrast
1: what, yeah because what kit kat I, i'm sure there's many other chocolate bars like Companies like Coca-Cola, as said before, how much work goes into these things. I know it's a massive generalisation, but but Coca-Cola is not the same in, in all over the world. They adjust the fizz, they adjust the 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 sweetness levels, maybe the the acidity. I'm not sure what other things. And so, I think we were filming at Rancher's Factory in York for one of the shows, and I remember them there. We had a really fascinating um, little presentation by some of the development team and they would give it, they gave us uh, Kit Kats from different, some different countries. There was a South American country and very much, not only the, 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 the chocolate, this is before they did, you know, you got milk chocolate and you get, and you can get to, you know, dark chocolate, plain chocolate. But the, the, the bitterness and the texture of the chocolate wasn't the same all over the world. They would adapt them to the general palette of, of the country. So I just wonder sense, with, yeah, um, the thing is you've got, it'll be, you'll have to sift through the apple pie flavor and the chocolate coffee. So there's one thing thinking about that, but if you could, is there, can you, okay. behind those flavors, could you, is there a difference in the chocolate, for example, in the texture of the chocolate between the British one and the American uh, and maybe the flavor?
0: I've started off with the, the British one and the American mocha chocolate one. I have to say, I'm really surprised. It's really coffee. Flavoured that mocha one. is lovely, is it? but I would say for me that is almost indistinguishable in terms of the crunch and the type of biscuit in it. It felt very similar, and I know normally American chocolate tastes quite different, more grainy. But that, yeah, I'll try. And there's the, no, the, there's the no peanut. You,
1: you get any peanut character in in those Kit Kats?
0: It's hard to say because the, the, the flavours are the so pot- strong. Yeah. The apple pie one is is really unusual and incredible, much subtler. Than the mocha one. The mocha one is really coffee, whereas the apple pie is really, really quite subtle. I'd say possibly the chocolate
2: is thinner, quite quite crumbly. I'd say that, but that yeah. could also be. It's travelled a long way, a bit further yeah. than your Kit Kat. Yeah, they're really good though. The um the mocha one's fantastic.
1: That's why we we're at the Kit Kat Factory because we made the world's biggest Kit Kat bar.
0: Yeah, that huge, uh, giant, uh, thick one. Massive.
1: Remember? It needed it needed a forklift truck to move it. Remember that? <laughs> I don't know how it was. It was a couple yeah. of The way you forgot there. that. It's I like, forgot. Oh, that's
0: why we were there. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this? It's called a Charleston Chew. It's a big yellow yes, it's thing. It's right in front of me. And oh, it says. Try frozen. Yeah. So what, what even. I don't even know what it is. It's, very, it's a long yellow thing. Again, loads of these chocolate bars are probably very similar to in Britain. They are very retro looking, which I imagine inspires thoughts. These have been around for a long time. James will to correct us on this. Where is it?
1: Uh, this looks like it. Oh, it's chocolate. I think it might stretchy. be nougat. Yes, it's nougat. It is nougat. Oh. And so, yeah, it's nougat. been around
2: since the 1920s. So I imagine if you put it in the freezer, you'll, it'll be almost sliceable, Crunchy. wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. You'll be able to snap it.
1: and. James, could you have a look? Do you, or do you know why? Where and This could just be a coincidence, but I would say with all the chocolate bars we've got here, there's a very large percentage of them that have peanuts in them.
0: Yeah, I'd say at least 85% of these. Yeah. This is probably one of the few ones which doesn't have peanuts in it. It's a bit strange. If you like nougat, you'll be all over it. But I'm not the world's biggest nougat fan. It's huge as well.
1: They might have them in uh, super sized me sizes. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've got this. P- Pearson's Nut Goodie. Maple. It's real milk chocolate, roasted peanuts and maple nougat. There's another nougat here. Made in the USA since 1912.
0: Oh, I see it. I've got it. I've got it. Another ma- maple flavoured real milk chocolate, roasted peanuts and maple.
1: If you break it open, it's like a, you've got a layer of slightly beige um, kind of nu- um, nougat looking centre, which might be the maple and peanut flavour. And then peanuts cut on top of it and it's all
0: enrobed in chocolate. Yeah, that's very satisfying when you break it in half. Though. You see the engineering involved in that. The, the millimetres of chocolate on the bottom and all the peanuts in the side of it. It's fantastically made that. What's oh, it taste
1: like? I can see why it's been put in the not so good carrot category. The chocolate seems, to me, seems cheap and nasty. And it's very sweet. It's really sweet. I mean, maple syrup is sort of three times sweeter than sugar. So if you are going to... Pure maple syrup is actually um, a very beneficial, gut beneficial replacement for sugar. However, it does have three times, two to three times the sweetness.
0: Yeah, that's so I, not I'm that's not great, sure. is it? No, you
2: didn't pull a good you didn't pull a good face when you were having that. I mean, having had a look, I don't think there's any necessary a reason why peanuts are in a lot of the bars, apart from the fact that America produces huge amounts of peanuts, and so I suppose it's a ubiquitous snack across the states, mass produced. Yeah. we have got you know, access to it, so why not mix it with whatever you want? You know, that was uh, yes, Jimmy well.
1: Carter, wasn't it? Wasn't Jimmy Carter <laughs> a peanut? He was a peanut farmer his family oh, with really? peanut farmers I, I think so have a look i might have just come up with imagined a completely random connection what? presidential chocolate bars <laughs> i'm sure there was a connection between peanut farming and jimmy carter
0: there's one here called what you make a lit what you make a lit what you make a and it's a made with chocolate and peanut flavored crisps and caramel yeah, it's whatcha not may- even peanuts peanut flavored <laughs> crisps what is that uh, what you make a
2: yes he was a peanut farmer not a he very was. successful one, by all accounts. He was, but when he left office, apparently his peanut f- business was $1 million in debt. That's all oh. the first article I found. Huh. Um, which may or may not be for, for reasons of him being distracted by running the, the entire country at the time. <laughs> Ooh, I've just had a bite of what you make, what you make of it. And it's yeah.
1: a little bit similar. Again, it's peanuts, but in terms of texture, is it a lion bar?
2: That was my first rice. get when, it, when I was looking at it. When you, I wondered if it had that sort of lime bar essence to it, where it's a kind of had a kind of stickiness to it too. Yeah, but a lime a bar, be that bit. hands down every day of the week. I, oh, I was not a fan we, of that. That
0: was that's was, yes, it does have a bit of lime bar about it, but not not the good bits. I'd say that was that's that's the sort of I see why again. Kevin chose not to put called? that in the. Uh, what'd what do you make it called? What do you make of it?
2: That's that's what it's called.
0: Yeah, it's what you make. It's not spelt properly. So what? Cha, C-H-A l. Oh whatch whatchamacallit. Whatchamacallit. Whatchama it. What you call it? <laughs> <Macaul laughs> it? It. <laughs> it. Sorry.
1: Sorry. It must be some people listening from the States in so facial contorted <laughs> pain at our, <laughs> our lack of ability to read
0: sour blindness I've got this is again
1: from the the, the, the bars we've just been disca- um, talking about the sort of chocolate peanutty nougat ones are in the, the in the pile of maybe less favourite. so there's one here which I, I've picked out because again it seems to be very American to me it's called Jimmy Sticks and it's milk chocolate and peanut butter covered pretzel sticks
2: Ooh! oh yeah They sound nice. Again, looks very old. Interestingly, just to finish up on your what you would call it, Bars. Yeah. But um, they've been around since the 70s. But apparently they did very um, um, controversially change the recipe in about 2008, apparently replacing a lot of the more valuable ingredients with less valuable ingredients. mm, So maybe maybe it's one of those that used to be really very different and, and, you know, delicious. And slowly has sort of fallen away through neglect. This, this Jimmy sticks one must have been around for ages because look,
0: it's got a little cut-out cardboard thing in it where you can cut out play money and send them off for a T-shirt. God, that's that's really. What's it like?
1: Oh yeah, we're well, breaking it. It looks like a. You know the inside of um, what's the Cadbury's? Are they finger biscuits. What were they? Finger chocolate f-
0: fudge. Fudge. Oh, was it?
2: Oh, fudge. chocolate fingers. I I'd, I'd, bis- oh chocolate no, chocolate
1: fingers. chocolate fingers. <laughs> chocolate fingers. <laughs> yeah, chocolate yeah. fingers. <laughs> It taste the peanut and, and the pretzel. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure if I like those or not. It's
0: quite salty, isn't it? It's, it's it, it. You get the pretzel quite, like, quite strongly. I like the
1: saltiness. I think it helps the overcome the quality of the of the chocolate. <laughs> we're completely <laughs> surrounded by. You <laughs> is the state of my desk sweeter. in front of me. Uh, Jay, you were just talking about which one Thumb dip.
0: Yeah, because I remember that. Obviously, in the Fat Duck, you went off on various different oh, sherbet, sherbet- deep, adventures. Oh, yes. And I was wondering if this the, has any sherbet dip. dub I've lost it amidst all the pile of chocolates. and Yep, Kit Kats, there is. A bit. So it's. A, I've got a, a green
1: sachet here with two sections to it, and one's ha- one is hard. So if I, what's in that? That, I guess you dip the hard thing into the into the uh, sherbet. Hmm. Yeah, oh God! A, look the hard thing. Look at that. It's hard, like a, it's it, looks like a. It looks like an Alka Seltzer. It a, does a long
0: Alka Seltzer. You see what's written on it? It says liquor sticks. So it's clearly a thing. Liquor sticks.
1: Actually, tastes a One bit like pouch. an Alka, alka-seltzer, <laughs> but, le- but less, less pharmaceutical-like.
0: What did dib dabs used to be? What do you used to That oh,
1: was licorice, wasn't it? Licorice, it was licorice. Used to- <clears throat> licorice. And let's have a look at this fun. And there's never look- enough. Ah, dib blue. Look at the colour of this blue. The, the 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 sherbet powder.
0: Wowza! That is that's all natural colouring.
2: <laughs> oh, that Yours. is. Oh, it's like a it's like the. A- waters around greek islands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a very romantic spin you've put on that there. Yeah. yeah, not my cup oh. of tea. I mean it's this it
1: sour it's a sherbet but the flavouring is um certainly not like um um accidentally swallowing some water around greek islands and doesn't
0: yeah. have any connection to that really but this is the kind of yeah. thing that when you're when you're 10 you love and you go crazy for and right now I just yeah that's not so your sherbet adventures, when you were making... I remember you made one for the fat duck, right?
1: Yeah, we used a vanilla pod that if you cut the ends of a vanilla pod off... The vanilla pods are flat, but in fact they're round. So a vanilla pod looks very much like... Before it's become the vanilla pod, it's a green bean. And they, they, they pluck the bean and then they, they soak it and dry it and soak it and dry it. And then over that period of time, that, that process brings out the vanillin as it starts to, to dry and goes from green to, to sort of brownie and then goes almost black. But when you split the vanilla bean to get the seeds out actually that, that that's that was round before it became flattened as it as it dried and pack, it was packaged. So by putting a like a cocktail stirrer stick through the middle of the vanilla pod and then drying it, we took, we'd get the seeds out and use the seeds for something else. You'd end up with a straw, a vanilla straw. So we used the vanilla, vani- we made a vanilla straw and then the sherbet, and it was pine flavored sherbet because there w- it was a pre hit. I had this single pre hit, so like a nudge towards what's going to come. So there was a mango and pine and green peppercorn lychee dessert. That's why I asked about the pine notes in, in, um, in the, yeah, the smell of the football cards earlier. Because that, uh, if you smell a, the, the mango stone has this green peppercorn note. Mangoes have bring green peppercorn notes and they come from, I think, uh, either pinings or pinols or or terpenes from that sort of group of compounds. So that was a flavor pairing. So we wanted to try and nudge the diner to actually spotting that in the dish when it arrived. So what we did was serve this little... We had these little... um, It's in the Fat Duck book, actually. These little Fat Duck sherbet... It was a dip dab or a fountain. It might have been called a sherbet fountain. Yeah. Um, And sticking out the top instead of the licorice dip
0: was the vanilla straw. Now that is refined dip dabs. Slightly better than the fun dip. And unfortunately, on that refined note, we have... I didn't realise. We've completely run out of time on this podcast. The... It's probably a a good thing because I'm completely surrounded as well with half-eaten candy. Oh but in terms of a in terms of a trip inside the American candy store, Kevin, we can't thank you enough. This has been quite an adventure, and I, so many things amazing, I've never tried before.
1: Kevin, amazing, thank you. I've, you, sh- you should just see the mess. <laughs> see the mess. I mean, if I had this, if, if I worked like this in a kitchen, no, what? They wouldn't get one plate of food out. <laughs> Chaos. Now I'm going to get really hyperactive, run around and then start, then start throwing a tantrum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and on that note. James, thank you for being there to help us discover the history of these things. Uh, Thank you to all the guys out there who have been sending things in from football stickers through to chocolates. We will be returning to the American Candy Store in a future episode when we're going to compare the very best America has to offer. Uh, But for now, that's all we have time for. Heston, thank you ever so much. I thoroughly enjoyed that adventure inside the candy store with you. That
1: was fantastic. Thank you again, everyone listening. It's just discovery, triggering memories... And just it's how food can bring people together. Discovery. Uh so thank you. And Kevin, thank you for, for th- I'd never had a box like this at Christmas. I mean kids can't even dream for this stuff to be to to, to arrive. So it's like a it's like a fantastically badly timed Santa
0: <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Heston, we will speak to you again very soon. Enjoy your uh your sugar induced tantrum <laughs> yeah. Thanks chaps.